I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of Let's Talk About Brand was initially broadcast as a live stream in 2021. It has been edited from its original format. I'm Christine Gritman, and I am here every week with Let's Talk About Brand, this show that I do every Friday at 12 noon Eastern time where we talk about branding and with fabulous live guests. Today, I'm really excited about our guest. It's someone who I have admired for a very long time. And while I don't technically know him, I do like him and I do trust him. So we're going to talk about know, like, and trust and your brand with the fabulous Mr. Bob Berg. Without any further ado, I am very excited to bring on Mr. Bob Berg to talk to us about know, like, and trust. Hello, Bob. How are you? Hello. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. What a lovely audience. <laughs> I, I hope we get an awesome audience in the comments, too. I would love for you to just tell the good people at home first a little bit about you and uh, what you do and what they should know besides the fact that you have uh, brought one of my favorite quotes uh, out of your head. <laughs> thank you. Um Former broadcaster turned uh, sales professional, turned sales manager, turned speaker on the topic of sales. And and so there's a kind of a theme there. Though, you know, as part of sales, it's really about influence. It's really about being able to bring value to uh, those who would be your customers and clients. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a, a nice thing to, you know, to be able to do. Uh, that you can feel to that you can share product and services that add value to people's lives. Now, you mentioned a couple of really key words there that I would love to kind of dig into how you define them. One of them is influence and one of them is value. Can you just talk for a moment about how you're personally defining each of those things? Yes. And boy, I'll tell you what, you are so right on the mark and so sharp. Those are, <laughs> those are two very important words. And I, and, I, and I think it's very important with both of them that we do define them because they each are very overused words and each sort of come with, uh, they're, they're the kind of words that 10 people can see and 10 people define them differently. So, so let's begin with influence. And, and let me give you my definition just so that we're all facing the same direction. On a very, very basic level, influence can be defined simply as the ability to move a person or persons to a desired action, usually within the context of a specific goal. That, by definition, that's influence. Now, that's its definition, but it is, it is not its, its essence, okay? The, the essence of influence is pull pull as opposed to push, as in the old saying, how far can you push a rope? And the answer, of course, is not very far or very, you know, very effectively, um, which is why great influencers don't push, 
right? They, they don't push their will on others. They don't push their ideas on others. They don't push themselves on others. They're not push eat, right? You never hear people say, wow, that David or that Susan, she is so influential. She has a lot of push with people. No, she's influential. She has a lot of pull with people because that's what influence is. It's pull. It's an attraction. We pull people toward us. Now, if we're going to say, how do we do that? Well, that's the key. And, and this is done through your focus on other people. We want to be internally motivated, but externally focused. We understand that as Dale Carnegie told us and how to win friends and influence people, people do things for their reasons, not our reasons. Uh, I often say when speaking to at sales conferences, nobody's going to buy from you because you have a quota to meet. Yep. Right. And they're not going to follow you. If you're a leader, they're not going to follow you because you want to achieve a certain goal. So the great influencers, the genuine influencers, they ask themselves questions first to make sure they're facing the right way. How does what I'm asking this person to do, Christine, uh, align with their goals? align with their wants, their needs, their desires? How does what I'm asking this other person to do, how does it align with their values? How am I helping them accomplish what they want, overcome certain problems, get to where they, they want in life? And when we ask ourselves these questions thoughtfully and intelligently and genuinely, authentically, not as a way to manipulate another human being into doing our will, but as a way of building everyone in the process. Now we've come a lot closer to earning that person's commitment as opposed to trying to depend on some type of, uh, you know, compliance as my, my, as my great friend, uh, my dear friend, Dondi Scumachi, she, she, uh, she's a wonderful leadership uh, teacher and author. And she says, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to influence, compliance will never take you where commitment can go. So that's basically influence. That is yeah. an incredible gem right there. <laughs> compliance. Yeah. Commit, uh, compliance is not what you want. What you want is commitment. What you don't want is, oh, fine. What you want is, uh, heck yeah. Right. Wow. Well, you just said it beautifully. <laughs> Combining you and Dondi, two you know, great leaders and two, and two great thoughts. So uh, to launch right into the main premise of today's show, everyone has heard about three of the most important words in relationship marketing, really, which is know, like, and trust. And people have uh, kind of put them into their own configurations. I've heard it quoted differently. But uh, the main one comes from your book, Endless Referrals, which is all things being equal, people will choose to do business with and refer business to people who they know, like, and trust. So I would love for you to define for us what you meant by no, what you meant by like, and what you meant by trust. Sure. And it, it also, what's, what I think is important within that and, and what, what separates it, if you will, is the beginning part that says all things being equal. Because a lot yeah. of times people will say, I'll, I'll read people saying they'll, they'll kind of quote me by saying, you know, um, people do business with those they know, like, and trust. Well, yeah, but that's not a complete story. You can't okay. suck. <laughs> yeah, well, if you exactly. suck at what you do, people knowing you 
does yeah. not help. But then again, you're not going to get the trust factor either in that case. Right. And you may also not have the deliverable that they yeah. need. So, so they may need the, the widget in 10 days and you can't get it to them in 10 days. And your competitor who is close to, you know, quality that you are, but has, you know, whatever, it's always a, a matter of looking at the whole picture. Uh, they may know, love and trust you and they may still, you know, feel good about that person. Well, they're going to get the business in this case. I mean, you've got to be able to deliver. You've got to be able to scale. You've got to be able to, to be good at what you, you know, there's a whole. So, so the all things being equal, you could, or you could say, or close enough to equal. Yeah. You know, and, and I, and I, I, you know, I think about how, when I was a little kid, uh, we had a, a dentist that was, you know, five miles down the road and my family loved him. Dr. Von Salides, Dr. V in uh, Massachusetts. And, and when we moved, when I was about five years old, about 50, 60 minutes down, you know, away, we still went to him because we loved him. You know, my family loved him. And so, so all things were at least close enough to equal, right? That, that, but when I moved to Florida, (laughs) it didn't matter how much I knew, liked and trusted him. I wasn't going to make the commute to go to the dentist. You know what I'm saying? So Good things call. need to be close enough to equal for this to to be to be true. Okay. So now you bring we up another the- excellent point though, which is that it was one thing for you to go to him when he was five minutes away. But, you know, you guys made that hour trip to still go to him. So that really sure. plays into the trust which begets loyalty. I think that that's also a really key point there because things were close enough to equal. They close weren't enough. Fully equal. I'm sure right. there were They're dentists equal. in your new town. Absolutely. And who would have been wonderful? But they were close enough to equal. Yeah. yeah. So we say all things being equal or close enough to equal. But we just say all things being equal because yeah. it's a little more illiterate. <laughs> uh, but um, but now, so now it's going to know, like, and trust. Do people have to know you or know of you? Well, sure, of course they do. Otherwise, they can't do business with you if they don't either know you or know of you. Like. Likeability is so important. Okay. Now. Do they have to like you? You know, if you're the only game in town and they have no other choice, no, they don't have to like you. <laughs> but the chances are you're not the only game in town. Nope. And uh, and they don't have to do business with you. And you probably should be pretty likable if you want to increase the odds. Now, uh, hopefully you're genuinely likable. But fortunately, it's something you can work on. Tim Sanders years ago wrote The Likeability Factor, which was an excellent, excellent book, which I, I highly recommend. But um, so, yeah, like is very important. Though I also uh, and- point out, you said they don't have, they should like you. We should also be aware of who the they is, because the they isn't everybody. The they is the people who are actually going to buy from you or who you want to buy from you, right? Exactly. Very, very important. So the no and the the like, yeah, very important. Trust, prop, well, you know, you can't say the most important because it's all important, but trust is really where it's at these days. <laughs> That's the big differentiator. And when we, first of all, when we talk in terms of trust, and I, I love what Stephen M.R. Covey, uh, who was the son of Stephen Covey, who, Dr. Stephen Covey, who wrote Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Stephen M.R. Covey is is also quite brilliant. Uh, the son, and he wrote a book years ago called The Speed of Trust. And as he says, trust is the one thing that changes everything. Because when there's trust, when there's high trust, things happen quickly. 
things happen smoothly, right? When there's no trust, low trust, lack of trust, that's when the works begin to get gummed up. That's when red tape uh, steps in. That's when committees and more meetings and, and, and so forth. And so, but when he talks in, in terms of trust, what I loved was when he said, you know, there's two, that covers two areas. There's competence, which is ability, right? And there's also character. So it's very important when we talk about trust, no like, and trust, that trust is in terms of, of competence and character. They have to be able to do the job well, and we have to trust their character in, in doing so. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's just uh, yes, so, so very vital. Now, one thing that I'm curious about, you mentioned the book, The Speed of Trust, and I actually do want to check that out. But speed is something that I want to talk about, which is everyone wants to get that no like, and trust factor, ideally, because that's what leads to people buying from you. A lot of people, you know, say it take it can take years to build up no like and trust. But there are best practices that can lead to becoming more known, that can lead to becoming uh, well-liked by the right people, and that can lead to people trusting you. So I'd kind of love your insights uh, in terms of what you've seen in your experience in some things that tend to foster uh, uh, gaining all three of those virtues, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. It's a, it's a great, great point. And I don't think it needs to take years. Can it? Well, sure. But I, I don't think it needs to. I think it's it's uh, actually a much quicker process if you do if you do things correctly. And I, I think what you're what really it's about is how much can you genuinely and authentically focus on that that other person? And it begins with an initial conversation. And in that conversation with someone, how interested are you in them as opposed to trying to make them interested in you? So are you asking them questions that show genuinely and authentically that you want to learn about them, that you want to make an investment in, in their success? This can be as easy as asking questions of this person, such as how did you get started uh, in your business? And then listening to them. Uh, that's not a, you know, how did you get started in your, in the so-and-so business isn't a particularly clever question. It's not a slick question, but it's a very powerful question because you're basically asking that person to be the star. You're, you're asking them to share with you their, their movie. And most people are not asked that question and they enjoy answering that question. Um, following up with, uh, what do you enjoy most about what you do? Which which may sound more like, wow, you must have had some fascinating experiences over the years. What do you enjoy most about your work? And again, what that is, I call this a feel-good question. It's not intrusive. It's not invasive. It's not prospecting. It's not, you know, but it really kind of reaches into their heart and it, it, it it's asking them to share uh, their joy. What do they enjoy most about what they do? But I'll tell you one of the best questions that you can really ever ask someone, and I call this the one key question that will distinguish you from the rest, is to ask, and, and let's let's for a moment just the, that this person is in uh, in sales, and it's to ask this person, Dave or Mary, how can I know if someone I'm speaking with uh, is a good prospective customer for you? And so when you've when you've asked that question, you've really, again, demonstrated through what you've said and through your attitude that you're looking to invest in them and their interest. 
And by the way, if they're not in sales per se, uh, it could simply be, uh, how can I know if someone I'm speaking with is someone you'd like to meet? Or how can I know if someone I'm speaking with is a good connection for you? Or even what's a good opportunity to bring to you or to send your way? Yeah. And a a good way to lead into that question is also to say, you know, uh, Mary or or Dave, I always love connecting good people with other good people. Tell me, how can I know if someone I'm speaking with is you know, someone you'd like to meet or whatever it would happen to be. Um, so, you know, those kinds of, so we, and then after that, we send a personalized handwritten letter to that person, a personal handwritten note of thanks. And it's, it's on a, a regular, you know, a note card. It's not a postcard. It's, it's sent within a, an envelope, but it simply says it's short and sweet. It's uh, dear Dave or dear Mary. Thank you. Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you. I enjoyed speaking with you about so-and-so. So if I can ever refer business your way, I certainly will, or, you know, whatever it happens to be, put it in a regular envelope, uh, handwrite it, put a stamp on it, send it out. What a, di- you know, what a, a, um, a way to distinguish yourself from, from everyone else. And of course, connect with them on social media. Um, but good, that handwritten note will be something that they just, they keep and they remember and then, you know, always look for ways to bring. Now, as you do this, this doesn't take years. This takes days. It takes weeks. Maybe it takes months. But it doesn't have to take years. But, uh, you know, the key is just always asking yourself, how do I bring back? And remember, you know, when we say all things being equal, people do business with, refer to those people they know, like, and trust. It's not they'll do business with and refer business to those computers they know, like, and trust. It's not the medium and it's not the platform that elicits the know, like, and trust. It's how you utilize it to create that. And those handwritten notes and those personal touches and even those genuine, generous offers, those are ways to to ultimately brand yourself in people's heads as someone oh. who is in it for the other person's benefit as well to brand yourself in your head as someone who makes them feel heard as someone who makes them feel like uh, they've got their eye out for you. Exactly. Perfect. Beautiful. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, to that end, actually, we have a question from our Tuesday chat. From Shruti, she wants to know how can brands build the authentic, how can brands, not just people, brands, build the authentic giver attitude across the board? Hi, Shruti, and it's a great question. And I go back to it being that a brand uh, is comprised of a person or a group of people. So it's always the people behind it 
that that make the brand. Now, even if it's uh, even if it's the brand itself, the name of it who, who that has the brand, it's the people who create it. You know, it's the people behind it who actually do the action. So I, I think really, and it's not a long answer at all. It's how do you connect with people on a heart to heart level? How do you connect with people again, regardless of the medium itself, though, utilizing every medium you can to, to be able to make this connection? How do you do so in a way that makes that customer feel good about themselves, uh, about your company, about your brand, uh, about you? And, and I think as long as you have that in mind, you know, that's, that's when it's going to happen. There's no real, I don't think, magic behind it. It's just really asking yourself this question. Is how I respond to this person, is, is what I put out there, is it adding value to their lives? And value can very often just mean they feel good about themselves. Oh, I love it. We've got some more questions from our Tuesday chat about brand Twitter chat for you. And I invite anyone watching us live to also uh, give us their questions for Bob as well. Uh, but Micah would love to know an interesting story based on your work and belief um, in get in giving to get uh, that led to something completely unexpected. Well, you know, sometimes uh, these things do have unexpected returns. So, you know, a lot of times they, they don't, though. I, you know, and I, and I want to answer your excellent question in a moment. But first, I want to make sure people understand that, that, you know, there's nothing about this that is magical or mystical. OK, uh, you know, when you think about being a, a go giver, what does it really mean? It simply means you're shifting your focus off of yourself and onto others. Right. Instead of focusing on what you, you get or what you receive, you're focusing on providing immense value to others. Now, not only is this a more fulfilling way of doing business, it's actually the most profitable way of doing business, but not for any way out woo woo or magical, mystical reasons. It actually makes very logical, rational sense when you're that person, OK, that human being, that brand who who is able to to move off of a, a self-focus and onto a focus on making that other person's life better, right? However, they would see it as being, the, they feel good about you. They want to get to know you. They like you. They trust you. They want to see you succeed. They want to be a part of your life, a part of your business, and they'll often be your personal walking ambassador. So it's actually predictable. Uh, I mean, we never know who is going to be the, the prospect, uh, the uh, customer or client. We can never know that. We That's why we, you know, we don't want to be attached to the outcome, right? We mm -hmm. want to do the work. We want to make those connections. We want to create immense value for as many people as possible. Uh, but we, we never know exactly where it's going to come back. But that doesn't mean it's a surprise when it, when it does. We know it is going to come back. Now, let me answer the question, though, about something really being a surprise. We call this the law of left field. And, you know, it, it's sort of when, you know, you receive a, a great referral, let's say, and, and they ask you, you ask who referred you and they say the name. You don't even recognize the name. Right. You know, where did that come from? Right. Or some incalculably valuable thing just comes your way. And yet and we said, wow, that one came right out of left field. Right. And 
but but here's the interesting thing. We can probably backtrack that if we, you know, if we could possibly and see where we have touched someone's life in a certain way and somehow that led, you know. But <laughs> but um, you know, are there times it's happened? Sure. You know, when we receive calls from someone to do, you know, to to do something and they heard about us from somewhere or from someone. But you know, I remember years ago, many this is many years ago where um but it's still one of my favorite stories where a uh, person I had I had actually referred some business to and I had uh, uh and so forth and uh, I I later found out that a client and it's it I have to parse this together a little bit in order to edit and so forth because it happened a long time ago and I don't want to drag it out but but uh I was trying to 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 um, connect with a client who was having a very difficult time. Somebody happened to tell him, mentioned to me that this particular person I'd referred some business to, that they're actually a client of, of his. And so I called him and I, I didn't ask him for a direct referral because I didn't know if that was going to be appropriate or not based on his relationship with them, him, them. But I did ask him for just some advice on how I might go about uh not even getting in the door, but just finding the door, right? <laughs> and he said, nonsense, nonsense. I will call them and, and have them call you, right? <laughs> and the next day they called me, the decision maker called me, said, hey, my friend so-and-so told me I've got to call you, got to use you. Or, and I ended up doing a lot of business with that that company. Um, you know, it's when you when you put yourself out there and provide value for others not because of what you're going to get from it but because it's part of you that you want to give value to others so often these things happen and again i i, I want to make sure that you know, people it's not magical and it's not you know some selfless self-sacrificial thing and just no it's just it's who you are and because it's who you are it's what you do and the way life happens the more people whose lives you bring value to as they understand value, not what you think is a value, but as they understand value, the more these things are going to happen. That is beautiful. Ah, so we have one more final question that we're going to sneak in there. Tim would love to know if you had to add a fourth word to know, like, and trust, what would that word be and why? Thank you, Tim. Um, great question again. Um, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I think those three words encompass what what needs to be encompassed for that to work. Now, if there was one I would add, and then let me put the disclaimer to it. If there was one I would add, it would be respect. Okay, no like trust and respect. But I think respect is sort of a subcategory of trust. Because, it, you know, if you trust that person's character and you trust that person's competence, the chances are really good that you respect them. So, so you know, I would be tempted to kind of say that the no like, and trust is, is, is kind of a complete thought in itself. On the other hand, I've been wrong in life far too often <laughs> to ever close my mind to uh, alternatives. So, Tim, I hope that that answered the question, if not satisfactorily, <laughs> uh, then, you know, hopefully in a way that maybe just spurred another idea for you. Tim is satisfied. I had actually theorized that the fourth word might be delight simply because I I'm like thinking of it in terms of the sales funnel or flywheel uh -huh. or whatever it is. Cause you know, they have to know you, they have to like you, they have to trust you, but I, then, I you know, once they trust you. Yeah. So I'm putting delight in there. <laughs> All right. So Bob, tell everyone at home 
where they should find you. You're in a lot of places. You do a lot of great stuff. So where should they be checking you out? Probably the best place is Berg, B-U-R-G dot com. And just uh, feel welcome to explore the site. There's a lot of goodies there and resources. So go on and uh, hang around for a while. Berg dot com. Fantastic. And Tim Stone <laughs> says hi, by the way. I know that you've been on his show, the Tim and Jim show. Tim, Tim's awesome, absolutely. The Tim Stone <laughs> and Jim Fuse, very good friends of mine. Well, thank you so much for being on, Bob. This was really exciting. I've admired you for so long. And, um, you know, I'm still going to get that tattoo of, of no like trust <laughs> somewhere. Well, if, any, if anyone would wear it well, my friend, it would be you. Just got to figure out a nice classy spot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, like I do do this show every single Friday at 12 noon. And I thank all of you for uh, for joining me today with the wonderful Bob Berg. And I thank all of you who I will see on Tuesday. Bye. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk About Brand, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and Acast Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Christine Gritman, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heil, and edited by Christine Gritman. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.